Paul's Drag Race and Fucked Up Drag. Yeah! Hi, everybody. That voice you hear right there, you haven't heard that voice? Gosh, in three months, it's the one, the only, it's the mouth of the South. Give it up for Taylor, the Latte Boy. Hello, Taylor. The, oh, yeah. Hello, Taylor, the Latte Boy. Hello, Joe. But what you know, do you know? I got to officially start the show. Is there? Is there like a, that's just, you know what? I need to think of a, do you want a song to officially start the show with? That was just, I think I, we just played the song I wanted to officially start the show with. You're right. I think I'm just going to keep it like that, to be honest. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It. It's fun. And I'm going to keep that fun. album up. I'm going to keep that album up. We can, maybe we can work through the album. Okay. Are there any That's losers fine. on there? No. The, I actually I listened to it right when I left work today, and I did something I don't really ever do anymore, and that's listened to it from beginning to end oh, without okay. on shuffle or anything, mm-hmm. and I like every song. Yeah. And a couple of the songs I'm like I never liked Abba's Chiquita. Mm-hmm. That was never a song that I really liked, and I like her version of it. Um, and I I always like the winner takes it all. That's that's just always been a, a great song to me, and she does her she does a really good job with that one too. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. cheesy, and it knows it's cheesy. Uh-huh. It's not trying to be something that it's not. It's yeah. it's definitely it's a fun. It's only 40 minutes, so it's one of those if you're getting ready to go out, you can listen to the whole thing from beginning to end while you're getting ready to go out. And it's I, I How very long much does it take for it. you to go out. Well, I know that some people actually go out and like get dressed up and stuff. It only yeah, takes yeah, me yeah. as long to throw on a polo shirt and a pair of shorts and I'm yeah. ready to go. But some people actually, you know, do their hair and moisturize and all that kind of stuff. Well, let's say hi to everybody here in the chat room. We have my friend Carlo from Germany who goes by the name Naomi Talls. Okay. Naomi Great Talls. name. Yep. We have Ebby. We have uh, Carrie Morley Anderson, Ben Anderson Cinco, Sherry Crisman, Lauren Eckert. Do you know I met up with Lauren Eckert recently, Taylor? No, I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, she's going to school at Loyola Marymount. And I think most people are surprised. Like, wait a minute. Is she, Lauren is a girl? <laughs> and I was like, yes. Like, hmm, how are you meeting with like a college age girl? Was it an accident? I'm like, nope. <laughs> I met. Did you bump in? When, when when you opened the door at the Starbucks and saw her sitting there, did you go, ow? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lauren. It could also be a. I'm not like Lauren Michaels. It's Lauren. Oh, Lauren. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Re- Ricardo Garcia Cinco, Sir Fetch ninety seven. Who I think Sir Fetch is. Doing an effect, I'm gonna tell you, Taylor is doing an effective job of trying to worm his way onto the show. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Taylor just made a very cunty face right now when I said that. I did. <laughs> oh my god! I love Sir Fetch's Instagram stories. I watch Sir Fetch's Instagram stories, and I know that Sir Fetch often will put a picture of some internet person who you guys talked about. I think on the rumor, uh, latest rumor mill episode. Mm-hmm. Like she's kind of crazy looking with the blonde uh, hair and Trisha she, Paytas, is that what's her name? Trisha Paytas. Okay, well, and, and often uses that to reflect Sir Fetch's feelings. Photos of that, mm-hmm. so I I appreciate I appreciate that. So, um, well, he says, I guess I'm still a fat pig. Let me tell you what, Sir Fetch, nothing qualifies you more to be on the cast of RuPaul's Drag Race recap <laughs> than being a big fat pig. So that's actually a plus here. Um, oh, I just snorted like a pig. Sorry. Exactly. <laughs> uh, speaking of pigs, we have Spring Ham. Flavio, okay. which, by the way, I've always said Springham, and then uh, Roving Cub reporter Aiden Deem, I don't know if you're on the list, rumor mill, called him Springham. 
Mm-hmm. I listened to that episode last night while laying in bed. As you can tell, you, there was no spoilers because there were no rumors. There's li- but yes. I'm not even joking. It's, I looked at myself. There's literally nothing out there. We also yeah. have Flavio Heels, J. Thomas Plank, Nevi Sticks, J. Dub 1972, Spiral Goddess, Augustine Godinez, Cindy Clausen, Yazwaz, Carrie Winkle, and four people listening elsewhere. Tale of the Latte Boy. What a nice showing up for a random Friday. Yeah, yeah, this is fun. I was I was looking forward to this. Yeah, I was talking to Taylor the Latte Boy, and I realized I have no life. And Taylor <laughs> the Latte Boy, have, you know, I was, you know, to be honest with you, I was talking to Naomi Talls, who is Carlo, who uh, if you guys want to look him up on Instagram, his name on Instagram is Carlo C A R L O and Carlo C so C A R L O A N D C A R L O. And okay. uh, young guy from Germany, right? Why else? Did, now that makes sense. Why is Joe I talking was to say, him? Why Why else would you talk to him if yeah. he's not a yeah? And um, he and I were talking, and, and then I go, oh, you're not going to go at 2 o'clock my time, because uh, um, I have to do a show with Taylor the Latte Boy. And he goes, oh, mm-hmm. well, we can hang up now if you're, if you're going to be, st- if you're stressed out about it. And I go, stressed? <laughs> I go, at 1.59, I'm going to go, like, ugh, I got to go. Like, it's like, <laughs> no one's, are you, were you even remotely stressed? Me? Yeah. No. No, we're pros. No. Evan gets no. stressed, you know? Yes. Carlo's kind of cute. Carlo's I like Carlo's good. hair. Oh, yeah. Carlo has good hair. Very cute. Uh, I have a crush on his boyfriend, Theo. Oh. Yeah. Um, oh, God. I, I wish I could tell you some really good Carlo drama. Uh, well, Theo doesn't listen. Carlo, I'm I'm going to... I'm going to... Okay. I can say I can do this. I can do this. <laughs> There's another Instagram guy who I'll show you. Uh, mm-hmm. Who kind of has a thing for Carlo? Okay. And um, let me see here. His name. He has a weird name. We got to look it up here. His name on the Instagram story is okay. Well, maybe should you maybe just send me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna show it to you. I'm gonna show it to you. But okay. I, gotta, I gotta find it first. So then I gotta decipher it because everything's gonna be backwards. Okay, here we go. So I'm gonna show it to you. This guy is not your style whatsoever. But this is who's after. Uh, it's not clear. Oh, it is. It's all it's all blurry. Like the camera can't focus on it, or it was too close. Well, this guy has one hundred thirty-one thousand followers. I don't think we're really violating anyone's privacy if I give it out. Okay, well, we're kind of violating Carlo's privacy. Carlo. Oh, he said thank you for the shout out. Okay. So, all right. I'm Carlo. We'll give him. We'll give him. We'll give him thirty seconds. We'll talk about something else. We'll okay. give him thirty seconds. Uh, if you have any. Uh, um, Objection to me talking about uh, Francisco. Put it in the chat room, uh, Carlo. 30 seconds. I could masturbate twice during that time. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> so I was talking to Taylor today, and I said, look, I got nothing going on. You got nothing going on because Babalu's out of town, right? Yeah. And uh, I was like, let's go in the air. The, uh, the fa- <laughs> Where did that come from? I, did you, Taylor, did I do anything? No, you were just looking at me. And it's Chiquita, the song that I said that I didn't necessarily care for, the opera version, but the version, the Cher version. Maybe Cher is saying, because Francisco is from Portugal. Uh-huh. So maybe she, this is Cher saying, you got to talk about... There is no hope for tomorrow. That's well, amore. I hate to see <laughs> That's amore. <laughs> Uh, okay, Naomi Tall says it is okay to talk about Okay, so I'll just so. lower the music then when we do this. All right. 
so uh, so in his Instagram name, Francisco's Instagram name is now it's technically uh, Black Creature, but it's B L V C K Creature. Oh, so instead God. of the A, it's a V. But he's not your style, Francisco Pedro. Yeah, Francisco Pedro. And uh, yeah, no, he's yeah. a little too thin for me. Yeah, he has the hots for this Carlo. Okay. And then I'll show you a picture of Carlo and his boyfriend. The boyfriend is much more private than uh Okay, why does why why? Why? Oh, hi. Yeah, isn't it the the boyfriend's good looking, huh? Hi, Smolder. Yeah. How are you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this brings up this brings up a good point. Yeah. The the, the speaking of Instagram. This 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 could be our first topic if you'd like. Sure. So Somewhere along the way, I started following somebody mm-hmm. who I think was a might have been a listener of Drag Race. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually not going to say his name on here. Mm-hmm. And then- I started following his husband. And since then, they have divorced. <gasps> okay. Okay. Not because of Drag Race recap. They've just, they've just divorced. So the one guy, both of them were very big into it. And the one was kind of a twink. And the other one kind of fancied himself sort of a, a twunk sort of thing, even okay. though I've since learned that he's like in his 40s, so that's okay. definitely beyond 20 years as far as I'm concerned. Wait, I'm pausing the music for this. This is important. Okay, go ahead. Okay. And he posts, like he takes pictures of himself, and he's very cute, mm-hmm. but he butts the hashtag. He puts a million hashtags after everything that he posts. Yeah. Which annoys me for some reason. Mm-hmm. And we're also, we've also taken to posting naked pictures of ourselves <gasps> where we just kind of blur out the junk. <gasps> Wait, who who is this person? Text me. I will, okay. Okay. He's somebody that you, and he's he's somebody you would find super hot, okay. I think. Okay. So because the, here's a picture of him in high school, and then there's a picture of him now. Can you see that? Uh I can see it in theory, but it's all blurred out. The guy on the right looks kind of like what you imagine yourself to be like in a superhero form. Okay, I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah. But so, but then we're we're consistently posting pictures like this. What? Oh wait, I can't see anything. Did did you text me this? Text me a screenshot so I can see his name. Okay, I will. Okay. So anyway, mm-hmm. it's one of these that I like to look at the pictures, but it makes me angry that I look at the pictures. It makes me angry that I am sucked into this guy who has all of these like bears following him yeah. because he's kind of scruffy. Yeah, he's like and an otter kind of type, right? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. We're but we're also Cub. doing the whole like where there's like fifteen. Oh my god, so hot. Woof, woof. Ooh, ooh. Sit on my face. All this different stuff that it's very like. I feel dirty being one of the people that's looking at these pictures. But I can't bring myself to unfollow him because he is now private. So I would have to re-ask to follow him if I decided down the line that I wanted to follow mm-hmm. him. Sure. I, I, I'm I'm torn with this because the thirst is real, but mm-hmm. it's also kind of it's it leaves a bitter taste in my mouth. Mm-hmm. So like a, what, like a like a like a sticky white taste in your mouth kind of thing. Yeah, no, not quite that. Not mm-hmm. quite that. I have no pro- I have no problem guzzling that at any chance I get. Yeah. Okay, so. well, here's the deal. Here's my question to you, and I'm being completely serious. Okay. What's the difference about how you feel about this guy as opposed to, oh, my God, I hope this guy's not listening right now. I can't remember his name. He had a podcast, and he's like, you constantly refer to him, and he's on your, uh, he's a big character on Pod as my co-pilot, but I can't Luke? remember his, Yes, Luke Miller. Luke Miller? Who? What about him? Don't you feel like, and he and his little crew that you worship, like he... <laughs> 
I don't worship. Oh. I just think Luke is cute. On Pod is my co-pilot. It's like he and it's who's the little gay one that he's always with? Kalen. Yeah. Like, oh, you guys are so thirsty. Which, by the way, I want to bring this up because no one knows what we're talking about. So I'm going to give you a Luke Miller is, I'd call him a former podcaster, wouldn't you say, Taylor? Yeah. Okay. He's a former podcaster and uh, was a big part of Pride 48, but he's also a big fan of Taylor's other show, Pod is My Copilot, available at <laughs> podismycopilot.com. And okay. Status report real quick. Yeah. The picture of the naked guy that I'm just, I'm trying to send to you, I just sent to my co-host on Pod is My Copilot by accident. What so now I'm doing the whole, whoops, ignore that, which means I'm going to get a stern talking to from my other co-host, Happy Carlisle Huffington, later. But. So anyway, and stick with me, everybody. Stick with me on this. This Luke Miller is a big character because Taylor is so thirsty for him and his Kaylin guy. And they used to have a show called, like, um, what was the name of their show? Instant Gratification. Instant Gratification. Now, this is what I want to say. Oh, my God. You know what? I'm going to tell you something. Okay. Oh, he lives in D.C.? He lives in Evan's neighborhood, this guy. No, he lives in Seattle. Oh, so he lives by um, roving cover reporter Aiden Dean. Okay. So anyway, this guy is not usually my type, but I'm I'm into it. Okay. Well, I I have found he has post he has posed for a a photographer that does nudes, Mm -hmm. and I have found some of the nudie pictures online. That's what I'm talking about. It's gross. It's gross. Somebody that I am just so like, oh, God, you with the needing attention so bad, and then I'm going out hunting for the naked pictures. Yeah. So. Does he have a big dick? No. Oh. But you know what? I'm not a size queen. No, neither am I. Yeah. Uh, The people I've been in love with the most have had smaller dicks, to be honest with you. Okay. Not Not like... Not like, uh, not like infinitesimal. Mike, not micro penises. Not Michael. Not Michael Lawson boyfriend style. But like, um, <laughs> <laughs> see, I get that you are trying to be racist without being racist. There, <laughs> I'm not saying no. Well, how am I being racist? Just Mike Lawson likes guys who typically have small dicks. I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, um, because Mike's a sociopath and does you know? And I do want to talk about sociopathy. I don't know if I said it right today because it's 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 in the zeitgeist right now because of this Shane Dawson and whatnot and and uh, and uh, the, the 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 Paul Jake Paul the video documentary he's doing on that. So uh-huh. we'll, we'll get to that in a second. Anyway, okay. um, Luke Miller, you were Luke talking Miller. About the reason I'm getting when he had the show Instant Gratification, he had an original co-host, Edward. Yes. Oh, I had the hots for Edward. Ugh, Edward was no. so fucking hot. Guys, ignore Taylor's ugh. Edward was so hot. Now, by the way, was more the most annoying person ever. Yeah, okay, yes. I will agree that Edward was the most annoying person ever. You know who he kind of looked like? He kind of looked like this Fernando guy. No, no. I feel he looked like, or whatever who's that, the, who's that the, Helix the, model that everybody loves with the glasses? Blake Mitchell. Oh, God, he does look like Blake Mitchell. Yeah. Oh, my God, he does look like Blake Mitchell. You're he right. He was like he a did. little chunkier Blake. Oh, is he fat now? Oh, no, I don't know. Oh, Edward was just like a little chunkier than Blake Mitchell. But he he was like, yeah, he was. I don't know how big his dick was, but he was maybe like 20 pounds away from Blake Mitchell. He walked around. We There was an underwear party one night at one of the mm-hmm. Pride 48 things. And yeah. he walked around in Captain America, like tidy whities but with Captain America stuff on him. Yeah. It was pretty good. Okay. Not going to lie. Yeah. And he's he's yeah. really annoying, but yeah, he was really, really, really. Cute. Yeah, no, he was he was very much of the. Uh, everything he said was with the vocal fry, and well, also he read just, books. 
Because he read books, he thought he knew. Yes, yes. We're 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 very um social justice warrior, but yet we have no problem saying anti-Semitic things on a podcast. Yes. And yes. not recognizing the irony of that. Okay. No. Like not doing it ironically, doing it. Like, not doing it ironically whatsoever. Now let's go to yes. the chat room here for a second for a second. Surfetch pointed out so Surfetch clearly listens to the show, your show, because he says they play Animal Crossing together, referring yes. to Luke Miller. Okay. Yes. Now, Eduardo Fabian says, I love that Joe shades at Taylor for thinking that no one here listens to PIMC. Did you get that impression, Taylor? I kind of did because you're explaining to everybody who, what do you call it, who I, Luke Miller is. Look, you you can't assume that everyone listens to Pot as my co-pilot. I can assume whatever gets me to sleep at night. <laughs> um, if it helps me to think that everybody listens to Drag Race Recap, listens to Pot as my co-pilot, then I'm able to sleep through the night. If I think that no one likes me enough to listen to Pot as my co-pilot when, when Drag Race is off the air, then... I, I, it makes my eye twitch and I, I can't sleep. You know so. what? I, you know, here's what I, I see what you're talking about. You know what I do from, to, to soothe my ego is I just go like, you know what? They probably checked out catching up, but then Mike Lawson's so boring that they stopped. So they would listen to me if it wasn't for Mike Lawson. Oh, see, and my thought is they listen to Pot as my co-pilot and Taffy and Rodan are so much more interesting to me that they get, they came for the Taylor, but they stayed for the Taffy and Rodan. Oh, it's interesting how our neuroses work in different ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why whenever, like, uh, oh, so Eduardo Fabian says, I recently started listening to PIMC and I love it. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. Thank you very much. And he also binged CU, catching up. I don't know why anyone would do that to themselves. I really don't. We've had people tell us that they're going back and listening to the old episodes, and I'm like, Why? Your show has improved. Catching up has definitely improved. Uh, it, it went it went through a lull for a while yes, there. I'm not gonna yes. lie. You and I, I talked it. about that. Yes. But I think that everyone seems more on board mm-hmm. and everyone seems a little bit more willing to play along. And it was it's it's a lot more fun. I haven't listened to the latest episode yet, mm-hmm. but I will probably be listening to that, to that tonight. Well, let me tell you this. I think, and you know how like, and you know this because you work in the mental health field. When you give someone like, you put someone uh, on some medication, you got you to gotta toy with the medication, right? What time they take it, right. well, how much dosage they take. I think it's the same thing here. One, we had to add a live audience so Mike felt connected and engaged. Okay. And I think what we've been trying to toy with now is the right time to do it. And looks, we the most recent episode we did was the most fun we had in a while, and it was in the morning. So I think we got to catch Mike in the morning uh, with a live audience. And then I think that's when we're getting it. Now, we have SirFetch97 says, I like how when Joe talks about fucking, Taylor does a gasp. But when Taylor's on his show, he's talking about how Taffy always gets face fucked. That, you know what? <laughs> SirFetch <laughs> has a really good point. Because I'll just say, like, oh, yeah, like, um, I got a rim job or something. You'll go like, <gasps> and then literally on your show, you'll be talking about sucking anal beads after Taffy's used them. And like, oh, <laughs> see, like right there. Perfect example. Like, right. Why did that gross you out? And then you'll talk about like, like licking the blood off Taffy's pussy after she slid down a razor blade, you know? Oh, my God. Jesus. No, the difference is, okay, when I... Whoa, 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 whoa. Emergency, emergency. Hold on for a second. Emergency, emergency. I got to get the... the, the... (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, listener Augustine Godinez, am I wrong? It's fucking smoking hot. Do you see that in the chat room? I can see the little picture. Let me see if I can blow that up. 
Oh, like, he is cute. I'd like to blow that up. I'll tell you that right now. Hi, Swarthy. Yeah, more like go down. You? Go down is. <laughs> <laughs> I was really stretching on that one. Augustine me. <laughs> Augustine, Ladies and gentlemen, this down. is the quality podcasting content that we you just get. lost two listeners. Augustine, go down on your knees. Oh, uh, we're really stretching. Okay, the that difference one. is when Surfers I make say the jokes on Pod as my co-pilot, it yeah. is to shock Taffy. You have said you love to shock me by saying some of the things that you say on here, yeah. and I appreciate being shocked by you. Yeah. I just listened to the episode recently um where you asked me at one point if i thought that you were gonna fuck evan when he came down to los angeles and the reaction (laughs) that i got the the best part is the laughter that you give when you when you recognize that you shock me so i'm here for that because that happened towards the end of the season you and i have not had a proper conversation about this i have some thoughts about that about fucking evan yeah fucking evan Uh, Uh, in california um oh wait Hold on for a second. Hold on. Breaking news. Um, Leave it to the German to have gotten a close-up picture of Augustine Godinez. I don't know if you can see that. Higher. Higher. Yeah. Cute. He's, he's he's just as cute up close. Yeah. Wow. Look at and you know what's so funny is like he's Latino, but you know what? You could do a little ISIS fantasy there. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I let him crash his plane into my twin towers. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd give him good behead. <laughs> Wait, hold on for a second. Flavio Hill says, as a $2 pay, as a final complaint, I can never listen to the after shows. Oh, because he's in another time zone or whatever. Yeah, well, um, I don't know what to do about that. I have them. Some of them. Sometimes if I leave the if I leave the recording on, like sometimes I'll, I'll just walk away and it'll be recorded. And you'll hear me like walking around, eating popcorn. And then I'm like, oh, it's like eight hours long of just me walking around. Listen to me watch latinboys.com. Augustine just wrote, I get the Middle Eastern thing a lot. You can get my Middle Eastern thing a lot. (laughs) (laughs) This is what people have been missing for three months, Taylor. Right, right. This quality content. Yaz Waz (laughs) wants to know where they can see Blake Mitchell. Um, Pornhub.com. Pornhub.com slash gay? Or actually, I use, uh, become continental, gayforit.eu. Okay. I'm a big fan of gayforit.eu. Do you um, know who else is a big fan for gayforit.eu? Who? Luke Miller. Is he really? I, I think there have been times that when we would like trade links to one another, that those were some of the places that he sent me to. Yeah. You know, and I, and, you, know you and I in a private group when I promoted this, but latinboys.com had a pretty good deal recently. So I signed up for it. It was $20 for like four months or something like that. Okay. So uh, I signed up for it. I should probably share some of that content. We should, you know what? We should do almost like a potluck. We should start in the group. Like, everyone just signs up for a different, like, Sean Cody slash, you know, uh, Cocky Boys slash not Family Dick. That's creepy. But no, Family Dick. Family Dick, anytime I've seen that, it freaks me out. Well, there's that the one whole... that legit looks 11. 
There's the one boy <laughs> yes. with the, the dad. First couple, the first couple of videos, yes, where he's wearing the weird long john things. Yeah. Yes, that's where I was and, just like, I am so not even remotely. And, and, and the dad looks like Jay Ellis. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the dad looks like Jay Ellis. <laughs> Oh God, that's horrible! I, oh no, 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 yeah, no. <laughs> now, Eduardo Fabian says, "I'm surprised you guys haven't done recaps of porn." It's funny that you say that because on a Pride 48, a, a very last minute, like the hour before it came on, uh, Sir Fetch and I decided to do. Didn't we do a, a recap of porn? Wasn't it called "We're Skinny" or something like that? <laughs> you talked about doing something like that, yeah. Yeah, I think we did an episode for pride 48com It was like literally like I told Adam at like eight and we were on the air at nine. And uh Sir Fetch and I did a last minute review of porn. Uh, we called the show We're Skinny. Maybe we'll bring that maybe we'll bring We're Skinny to the Patreon. Sir Fetch, hit me up. Maybe we can do that again. Um okay. Oh yeah, that's right. It was fast food and porn. Half of it was about fast food and the other half was about porn. But then here, you know, oh yeah, this you know what this is this 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 is a good transition. Okay. Sir Fetch is like, yeah, I'm down to do this um, fast food thing. And I found out the fucking bitch is like vegetarian and tries to eat healthy and doesn't eat fast food. And I'm like, what? So that, that part of the show lasted literally five minutes. And it was <laughs> four minutes of me talking. But I have a story to tell you. Okay. So I went to um, – I, I have to confess something. I'm actually – I'm not even being funny. I, I am actually a little upset about this. Uh, I was a very bad gay today. But my parents invited me to lunch, and I went with them. And this is the first time I've ever been. I went to Chick-fil-A. Okay. Now, it was easier for me to avoid Chick-fil-A out here because they just came to Los Angeles probably about five years ago, six years ago, whenever, whenever Prop 8 was, I think. That's, yeah. They, they, they timed that well, you know? <laughs> but, they, you know, they've exploded down here. And um, uh, I went for the first I, – I, I, out of my own, you know – sense of morality or ethics i just didn't go but my parents invited me to lunch and they're like we're going to chick-fil-a and i was like i just resigned myself like, let me just try this because also all the gays i know go to chick-fil-a you and we all go to chick-fil-a at this point it's mm-hmm. okay yes, okay I, ga- I gave up the fight so i walk in <coughs> and um there's a, a cute ginger boy who helps me and my mom right and so mm-hmm. i decide since i've never been to chick-fil-a to order the most basic chick-fil-a meal ever which is the best thing they have on the menu. Oh, is okay, it? Go ahead. Okay, yes. so I just got like the Chick-fil-A sandwich. Just the Chick-fil-A sandwich meal with waffle fries. Yes. And when I was doing this, a cherry Coke, okay. I was set for the afternoon. So, okay. okay, go ahead. I got a Diet Coke. That's why I like – not because I'm on a diet. I just like Diet Coke. Okay. Uh-huh. So I got that. Well, the guy goes, what sauce do you want? And I go, there's so damn it. Gonna, there's like a whole myriad sauces, right? Uh-huh. So I go, ah, the, the Chick-fil-A sauce? And the guy goes – is this your first time here? I go, sure. He goes, let me. You know that big cup they give you when you eat there? Yeah. Okay. He filled it up. Cup? He said, let me give you all. Let me just, yeah. Let me just fill that up with all the different sauces we have. Okay. You have this face. Okay. This becomes important later. He goes, okay. it's your first time here. Let me fill you up with all the different sauces and even give you more of the Chick-fil-A sauce. And I was like, all right. So we go outside. We put the food down. And I go wash my hands. And I come back out. And I, as I'm walking to the table, my parents are sitting there. I say, listen, I feel guilty. I feel like a bad gay. And they go, why? And they're like, 
because Chick-fil-A. And my mom's like, oh, give it a rest. <laughs> and I go. No, all you said was Chick-fil-A. <laughs> yeah. And she goes, the, the guy who helped us was so gay, Joey. And I go, I didn't get the impression he was gay. Oh, God. Don't even bother with it. And I was like, she goes, did you, Joey, he gave you all those sauces? What do you think he was trying to say? That it was my first time here and give me sauces? But you know, when I told Sweet Michael this story, I thought it was ridiculous. She thought because he gave me extra sauce, that he's sending me some gay code. Sweet Michael's like, no one's ever given me extra sauce. No, no you, one's ever given me extra sauce. He wanted to fill you up with his sauce. Eh, I Look. I love gingers, so I would have. And he was Twinkie, so I would have. Mm-hmm. But he does look like Howdy Doody met a genie, and his one wish was to become a real boy. <laughs> right? But I'd still do it. I don't know how the strings would get all wrapped up in me. And my hole would be loose from Augustine Godinez blowing it up. <laughs> What's going on in the uh, chat, by the way? I I eat at Chick Fil A not all the time, but I have I have resigned myself to the fact that they make a good song. But in order to appease myself, I sing the Chick Fil A the Willem Chick Fil A song under my breath when I walk in. What's the Willem Chick Fil A song? The one that he did, uh, like uh, that sounds like "Hold On" by Wilson Phillips. You have never heard that song before? I'm gonna try and look it up, but you know the. Oh, it's such a good song. It's it's him. It's Willem and Detox and Vicky. It was one of their first like viral videos that they did. Is it called? Is it? Chow down at Chick Fil A. Yeah, got it. Here we go. Willem Belli, Detox, and Vicky. Oh. We might cross dress, but that's not what's to blame. Making up coins, but it's all for food. We'll do anything, we're down for groups. After taking some dudes from behind, all we want to score is chicken fries. Chicken fries, what? Someday somebody gonna make you wanna gobble up a waffle fry. But no, go, don't you know, Chick fil A, say you make the baby Jesus cry. Do the groove, can't repay, even though you say hey. So chow down at Chick fil A. Chow down at Chick fil A, even if you can't. Chow down at Chick fil A. Oh, that sounds good. We'll listen to more later because it's a four-minute song. Yeah. Uh, all right. So let's go to the chat room. KP123 says, hello, Joe and Taylor. Finally caught you live listening from a village in the UK. I listen to all catching up. I know that's not a badge of pride here. <laughs> Look, I do catching up. It's not a badge of pride here. But wanted to say that they don't – I think she wanted to say hello. They don't have a Chick-fil-A here. Could, be a, could I be a fangirl and let you say hello to me? No. <laughs> Everyone knows some extra. Okay, so do you want to say hi to KP? By the way, KP one two three. It sounds like a robot. Hey, KP one two three. Like, can you Taylor? We are the most pathetic people on this planet, and they want. She wants us to say hello to her. I no. I I I take that as she's that 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 that's not pathetic. I thought that's cool. No, not her. We are. No, no, no. She's a wonderful. That's what I'm trying to say. She's a wonderful human being. 
Okay, Why? I wasn't sure where you're going she with that. I'm saying, like, ah. yeah, no, no. She should be saying hello to uh, KP123. I want you to say hello, Joe. Oh, she did actually in the beginning. Yeah. Um, hello, KP123. Welcome to RuPaul's Drag Race recap, uh, starring Tater the Latte Boy, Joe Batanz. And Cousin Oliver. And Cousin Oliver. Oh, and I never got to the Evan thing. Okay, let's, okay. Go, let's go back to the chat room. Chalul says, everyone knows extra sauce is gay code. Uh, my name is Kaylee. Okay, hi, Kaylee. Uh, Spiral Goddess, one, two, three. Oh, my God, Joe, how have you not heard it? Chow down. What's it before detox? Oh, never let detox. Oh, Sir Fetch makes a good point. And I talked about this in the show already. I would never let detox. She might be one of the, like, she's way down the list for me in Drag Race Girls. Like, way down. She's, uh, there's something about her that I find sexy and I don't know what it is because I don't find her physically attractive, but I, there is something about her, just her, the persona and during confessionals and something that I, I like looking at her. That doesn't mean I necessarily want to get with her, but I still find her kind of sexy. I don't oh, know. Really? I don't know no, what it is. No, yeah. No, no, no. Ben Anderson five says, I'm pretty meh on their regular stuff. I would commit crimes for their chicken biscuits. What is he talking about? What is a chicken biscuit? Chicken biscuits, I believe, is a breakfast food that uh-huh. they have. I have never had, as much as I am a fan of the biscuits, and I actually had a Popeye's biscuit today, mm-hmm. I have never had Chick-fil-A's biscuits. But I maybe that's something I'll do that tomorrow morning now, in my travels. I'll run around and get a biscuit and try it out. Friend of the show, Sweet Michael, says what he does is he and his boyfriend go and buy like a 50-piece order of, McNug- of, their, of, of their nuggets. And he said that's fantastic. Have you had their nuggets before? I've had their nuggets. Are they good? Yes. Yeah, well, it's the chicken. It's the chicken sandwich without mm-hmm. the bun and the pickle you know what else is good though also their spicy chicken sandwich is super spicy and actually oh, in the it? next part in the next part of the chow down song there's a lyric about the spicy chicken sandwich i want to try it, is, it. it's, it's try very it. very spicy because i like spicy but then let me ask you do they have a, a chicken sandwich that has blueberry jam on it that's my question <laughs> yes it's called the go fuck yourself and <laughs> it's only available <laughs> Okay, uh, Kaylee says we have made her day. Can you believe that, Taylor? Two pathetic people like us made someone's day. Uh, Lauren Eckert asked if I've been to Raising Cane's. Uh, it's a, do they have Raising Cane's out there in Florida, Taylor? No. Yeah, no, I've heard, you know, it's it's a all they make is chicken strips, and everyone talks about how amazing these chicken strips are. We I have, have a, new, a relatively new chicken place here called PDQ mm-hmm. that I think is start it started in the area and it's starting to expand out and it's chicken strips and they're very, very, very good. Which is funny because both you and I French have started fries. we've started in our area and we're expanding out. So we're very similar to PDQ. But go ahead. Yeah. Um they have French fries, but then they also have uh zucchini fries mm-hmm. that Ooh. you can get instead that are actually really, really good. I begrudgingly my husband got them one day when we were there for lunch, and I'm like, "All right, let me try one." And I was like shoving him out of the way to get to the rest of them. They were so good. Yeah, zucchini fried zucchini is is amazing. So anyway, Lauren Eckert, who I found out much to my dismay is a girl, is going for the first time to raising canes. Uh, Sir Fetch ninety seven says, "Oh Jesus, gross! I don't know about what, but uh, Springham agrees with you about something." And then says, I think I think Springham agrees with me about detox. Oh, okay. And but then Flavia says, "No, Taylor, don't." What's he talking about? I wonder if that means that I shouldn't go get a chicken biscuit tomorrow morning at Chick-fil-A. Wow, you're good at tracking this. Now, Sir Fetch says uh, Keynes is whack. He's a, as a fatty, it's trash, Joe. But once again, I'm going to return back to our episode of We're Skinny. She doesn't go to fast food. So I don't then, know if then, I, then yeah. her, her opinion is shit. Yeah, I can't <laughs> trust her. 
Uh, Lauren loves zucchini fries, and then Sir Fetch says it's just a sauce. Now, Taylor, what's been going on with you the past three months? What What are we missing from the world of Taylor the Latte Boy? Well, okay, the 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 good stuff. And then I got to talk uh, about was... Evan. I don't remember that. I got to talk about Evan. But fuck. Okay, him. Yeah. yeah, fucking him in LA. I have I have some things to talk about Evan too. Oh, good. I have some I, I have some thoughts about the reflection shows and all oh, that yeah. kind of stuff. How bored he is. Okay, yeah, sure. No, 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 just the opposite. Um. Hmm. Like Th- things are going really well for me. I have finally, for all of the diabetes jokes over the years, my diabetes is in control. Cough, cough, cough. And cough, cough, cough. I haven't been caught. Co- I've coughed once in the last 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a plus. Um, and the, no new nodules. So I'm still cancer free, which is always nice. Uh, work has been really great. Work's been really busy. I gave a speech last night. Oh, I gave an what? empowered, to, to impassioned whom? speech about HIV and stigma. Uh-huh. Um, and stigma, that was, sorry, that's a horrible joke. I mean, I don't mean mean like distasteful. I mean, like it wasn't, it wasn't funny. I've become Mm -hmm. Evan. (laughs) So, and, uh, I think things are, things are just going pretty well. Other than the occasional bout of crippling anxiety. I'm great. (laughs) (laughs) No good goddamn reason. As a mental health professional. Yes. how do you deal with, you know, like, for instance, you know, this uh, Chrissy, Chrissy Balzy Ford or whatever her name, Chrissy Blazy Ford, or I don't know what her name is, right? Right. She's she's like a, a clinical psychologist or something like that, right? Or like a, I think so, yeah. yeah or yeah. she's a professor of psychology, yeah. I believe. But yet she suffers from crippling anxiety and how to put another front door in. Like, so you can suffer from these afflictions and yet study them. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I use my anxiety sometimes in, in working with clients. Mm-hmm. Meaning I show them what a panic attack looks like and I roll around <laughs> the floor. No, um, no I mean, I, I use it because I can say, as somebody who deals with anxiety himself, these are steps that I have taken that work for me. You might want to try them for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I am very big on mindfulness. Mindfulness is kind of one of the big words in therapy right now. Mm-hmm. And also like breathing exercises. So it's very common for me if I'm seeing somebody that is talking about anxiety issues or as they're talking about their stuff, they're getting riled up. I'm like, let's stop for a second. Do me a favor. Put your feet flat on the floor. Put your arms, you know, and I'll do breathing exercises with them for maybe like three, four minutes. Mm -hmm. And usually they go, I feel so much better now. And I'm like, well, that's something you could do when you're not at here and you're starting to feel really overwhelmed with stuff. And then like, who's wheezing? (laughs) Why? I I was calm until you started coughing and then suddenly I was like, I was taken out of the moment. Um, yeah, no, things things are things are good. Babalu's good. Uh I just had an air conditioning issue last weekend. Oh, so happened? I had to have a I had to have a new compressor put on my air conditioning at home mm-hmm. to the tune of thirteen hundred dollars. So that was not fun. And uh I am <clears throat> ready for when we eventually tape our top ten favorite lip sync for your life episode that oh, we've talked about right. doing. Yeah, uh-huh. Because because last Friday mm-hmm. I watched every single lip sync of RuPaul's Drag Race. It took mm-hmm. me five and a half hours to watch and rate every single one. Now, I'm going to tell everyone, the people who don't know this who are listening, but, you know, there's a lot of you here in the chat room right now, is uh, next Tuesday at mm-hmm. uh, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. No, no. Is that what time it is? Or, yeah, 8 yeah. p.m. 8 p.m. Eastern. 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Uh, Joe Badance, Taylor the Latte Boy, and... Cousin Oliver. Cousin Oliver, Evan Ayers, <laughs> will be recording a special episode of the – this is what's so Evan. So Taylor, like he's <laughs> – so Taylor says, 
listen, uh, I spent all day Friday, five and a half hours. I, lo- I watched every single lip sync and I worked for five and a half hours on this and I compiled the top, my, my fav, my 10 favorite lip syncs of the entire series. Mm-hmm. Email or te- get a hold of Evan, see if he's interested in coming on the show with us when we talk about it. Maybe he might want to put together his own top 10. So I text Evan. I say, listen, Taylor spent five and a half hours last Friday looking at all the lip syncs, coming up with this top 10. Uh, he wants you to join the show and, and uh, put, maybe put together your own top 10. He's like, I already have it. <laughs> I'm like, what? And he was like, I already have my top 10 list of lip syncs. I'm ready to go. Does he have alternates, though? I'll ask him if he has alternates. Because uh, I, technically I have, I think, like, I, what I did is I rated all of them from, zero, from 1 to 10. And I have, like, 1 at number 10. Mm-hmm. Like two nines, three eights, and then a bunch of sevens. So I figure between all of them, I've got like 16 that if oh, somebody wow. else mentions somebody's, then I have another one that I can go to. So hopefully we'll have close to 30, 30 lip syncs of, of the show that we could talk about. Holy I've already mentioned on the show what my all-time favorite lip sync is. Mm-hmm. I'm curious if people will remember it's, what it is. I know is. exactly what it is. It is um, uh, I Will Survive. With Layla McQueen versus Dax exclamation point. Yeah, absolutely. There, see, you know what? Thank you for saving me a couple of hours on Tuesday night. Now I don't have to show up. Uh-huh. You can just, you can just give most, my report for me. That's the most legendary lip sync of all time. <laughs> you know, I just watched one for a reflection. And it was such a boring li- lip sync. Anyway, uh, Ben Anderson 5 has to go. So what he says, he's I'm a psychology person myself with a focus in cognitive science. And my cognition and memory is screwed up. So maybe there's some truth in that. Also, I'm going to work in five minutes. So I'll miss the tail end of this reunion. Have a nice evening, everyone. Hmm. We're going to release this, though, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, then, yeah, then Ben will get to hear the rest of it. So then it'll be new to Ben. Ben will get to relive half of the experience, and then mm-hmm. suddenly it'll be go off into a completely new direction that he's not aware of. Yeah. He's going to be very excited about that. Now, mm-hmm. uh, what were we talking about? How did you get on this about the lip sync? What were you talking about? What you've been doing? In the, in the, I just uh, was talking about I did that last Friday night oh, where I thought, oh, I can knock this out a little while, and then, you know, next thing you know. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's like one in the morning and Babalu's like, are you still watching these videos? I'm like, yes. So now I, let me ask you this question. Uh, do you want to hear something? Always. Okay. Alex Lefebvre yesterday sent me the final versions of both Glamazon and Jealous of My Boogie. Okay, and for those of you who are who are who haven't listened recently, uh, Alex Lefebvre is a friend of the show, very talented piano player, plays on Broadway and all kinds of different. He's always like, "I want my, I'm going to play in Aladdin," you know, <laughs> and uh, plays in the orchestra on Broadway. And uh, he's the one that, if you listen to Catching Up, Catching Up is a podcast I do with my friend Mike Lawson, available at catchinguppodcast.com. And uh, the outro for our song for our show is a piano. Like almost like a sentimental piano version, a melancholy, our, a version melancholy of the version of our theme song. So for the upcoming season, this Alex Lefebvre works so fast. This is for this is for like All Stars Four, season eleven. I started him now. I said well, I want to do the same thing for our show, and already he's come back to me with the final versions of both. And then I'm, okay. gonna, I'm gonna tell you something afterwards. But then I want you to give me your opinion. And then also in the in the chat room, listen to both and. And then write in the chat room which one you prefer for the outro. I have my own opinion. You, I don't know. We'll see. You have your opinion. But the first one I'm going to play is Glamazon. Okay. Okay. Here we go.
okay. It's almost over. The bong at the end of that was yeah. awesome. Okay, it's so beautiful. I, That's a beautiful version of that song. Jealous of my boogie's not nearly as long. Okay. Okay, here's Jealous of My Boogie. Here we go. So everyone, vote in the chat room uh, while we're talking. Uh, vote in. Spiral Goddess did say, "I'm picturing a queen standing alone in the rain with her makeup running." Which is sort of funny. that was that was for before you started playing "Jealous of My Boogie." Yeah, that was for Glamazon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so write in your chat room with your favorite. Now, what? Now you've listened to both, Taylor. What is uh-huh. your favorite? Okay, I would say before when you played them i liked glamazon more the first time that i listened to them when you played them with evan Mm -hmm. i kind of feel like i like jealous of my boogie more only because you can immediately tell that it's jealous of my boogie Mm -hmm. whereas i with glamazon as beautiful as glamazon is it feels like it takes a little while to get to where you recognize where she starts singing and stuff Mm -hmm. so i i feel like jealous of my boogie probably would be the better of the two Mm -hmm. that being said i kind of love that we have the music from the show as our outro music so there's part of me that's sad to see that go but i get why you want to do this something something a little different so if you were if you are going to do this and i had to pick one i would pick jealous of my boogie well i'm not convinced i'm going to do it uh one i would i I went with jealous of my boogie too there's something uh more melancholy about it and also, mm-hmm. um, just also the way the notes work, I can imagine a voice over it more than I can with Glamazon. Yeah, I think I think with Glamazon, it's going to get lo- the the fact that it's Glamazon is going to get lost in yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah, we can let Jealous of My Bookie play a little bit, and then also, and then the voiceover can uh, yeah. So I like Jealous of My Bookie. I'm not necessarily convinced because then when I told uh, this Alex Lefebvre, is I said you know actually, and I don't I for you know there was a time when I wanted to do law. When I was a young kid, but I was like, I just thought of like criminal defense law. That's all I knew what everyone see on TV, right? But actually, mm-hmm. over the years, I've learned I have like a fascination with intellectual property. So I would mm-hmm. love. I probably would have actually gone into IP law in another life. And so I was talking to him about that, about how I'm kind of interested in finding out how the rights work. I know actually kind of how the rights work, and it's boring. I don't think anyone here would want to hear about it. So, it's, but about but basically putting together an album of this stuff and selling it to drag race fans 
of this sort of like, you know, dinner music of RuPaul songs uh, played by the piano. Oh, would you, uh, oh really? I don't know how that, you would do that legally. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm going to work that stuff out. Yeah, yeah, We would do okay. it completely legally and above board. They get their money and all that nonsense. But in, but okay. in terms of like buying it, do you think people would actually buy that? Oh, Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, no, I think that I think people just from the few comments that we got, people definitely seem people participated. Yeah. It wasn't like somebody and nobody said both of them are shit. I mm-hmm. think that you have enough people that would be interested in that that yeah. you could just like you, eight you songs. Could sell a couple copies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like eight songs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um so I'm gonna start looking into the legalities of that. Now, um How is Alex going to f- perform Rocky Tiki Tiki Ta, yeah, I'm pussy bitch as a piano though? <laughs> oh my god, that'd be so funny, wouldn't it be? <laughs> That'd be so funny. Springham said he'd buy slash stream it. Yeah, I think people would. Yeah. That'd be great to like have a gaze over and have dinner and you have that plane in the background. And that's but it's also one of those things where suddenly you go, wait, you don't tell anybody that's coming over. You just have it playing. So eventually somebody goes, what is this? Why have I heard this <laughs> yeah, before? Exactly. And you just go, oh, like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> the picture of Alex with on dra- in drag on the cover. Of the <laughs> Um. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna look into that. I want to kind of maybe put it together, have it released by the Christmas season. Uh, so I have my own Christmas album coming out. Okay. Uh, Joe Batanz presents. Oh, uh, he had the name for it. Let the music play. What I always wanted to call it. Okay. Yeah. So, Sir Fetch wants this played at my funeral. <laughs> it does kind of sound like it. Kind of sounds like the music they play when you like. You know, I can already like. I'm gonna. Um, I already closed it. So I'm gonna open it up again. But like, Jealous of my boogie does sound kind of like that music that's softly playing in the like the uh, the the mortuary, mm-hmm. and the and the guys greeting you go like, um, "Are you with you know the fetches? <laughs> <laughs> Please come this way." The yes, fetches. I'm with. I'm with, I'm with the fetch family. Okay. Um, oh, they're playing adrenaline. Did you hear? Ooh, that makes me so happy. Did you hear my Eliza Schlesinger rant? Yes. What were yes. Your when you yelled at Evan the other night, when you, and I was listening to it last night, it actually made me nervous at one point because you know I couldn't tell if you were serious. You or know not. what's so funny? And I think he brought this up on the rumor mill. Did he bring up on the rumor mill? On yes, the he air? brought it up on the rumor mill that he was not expecting you to. He at first he thought it was a bit, and then he thought that you were being serious. It was, I will say this. When he said, I listened to this throwing shade, have you heard it? I was laying in bed and went, oh, because <laughs> I knew what was coming next. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because the reason I thought he was fucking with me. Like when you see the squirrel out in the middle of the road and you see the car coming yeah. and the squirrel doesn't realize that the car is got the squirrel doesn't know enough to get out of the way. That's what I was just like. I was well, like here's oh, why God. I thought it was. This is why I thought he was fucking with me initially. Right. Is he, if he would have said throwing shade, I don't think I would have been so reactive. But he said, um, yeah, my um, friend bought tickets and took us to go see something at the Kennedy Center. Do you know this Brian and Aaron? Mm-hmm. And I was like, no one calls him Brian and Aaron, right? I was like, he's fucking with me. Like, Sweet Michael told him or something like that. And then soon, I think I explained this on the room mill, I realized that he was being sincere. But then I realized it was a good bit. So then I was going with the with the bit, but then I think mm-hmm. I, I thought he I thought he was catching the wink there, uh, but he he wasn't because he was no. like shook. No, he he definitely was. You could see him getting a little like uh, 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 you know he he was didn't abort 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 he didn't know what to do. But this Eliza Schlesinger really is a horrible human being. Thank okay, 
Why is she a horrible human being? Well, when um, so you know, I ran along uh, like an Adam Devine who smells like poo and stuff like that. Um, I met them when. <laughs> I hate that you ruined Adam Devine for me. <laughs> oh, did you ever see the nude pictures of him? Did I what? Did you ever see those nude pictures of him? From the movie that he's in where he's just wearing a shirt and yeah. a Yeah, and you a see his tie? Dick. Yeah, you see his dick, right? Yeah, oh, you see his dick. You see his asshole, too, kind of. I mean, at one point. Could you smell it? <laughs> Through only, my computer screen? I've only seen pictures. But um, but uh, let me tell you this. Is this Adam Devine? So I used to, when I first started, okay, let me, this is a brief history of Joe doing comedy. I started doing stand-up, and I would literally, if anyone's going to start, if you're a gay person who wants to do stand-up, literally my number one piece of advice, and no one ever has advice, I never have advice, right? But the number one piece of advice, because it really helped me, is find a female comedian who's cute and funny, and Mm -hmm. make her your fag hag, because... I jumped so far ahead of the line because of that. So when I first started doing stand-up, I met at some comedy club this – and she's still my friend. I talked about it on the show before. Melissa McQueen. And right. I became her friend. And she was already an established, cute, funny female comedian. So she – because of that, all the creepy male comedians knew her, loved her. And so I got to – know her i got to network with them that's how i started dating nick swartzen that's how i got to know all this stuff i got to jump way ahead of the line because of that right and one of the things she had me do which is again a blessing when you're a new stand-up comic is she ran a comedy club room she ran a room in a bar that one night a week was a comedy show show and she had me host that every week and that had a one a couple, a couple of things that happened to me one it made me good you know, because mm-hmm. you're, you're hosting a show is one skill, it's a, and it requires you to have a, a, a myriad set of skills. And as then, you've seen with Roxy Andrews, hosting, <laughs> yeah, hosting a show is not yeah. easy. It's not easy, and it makes it forces you to be good and get your crowd work going. But also, it um, you got to meet all the comedians, you get to know them because you're the host. You have to get them ready. You talk to them, you bring them up, you shake hands with them, all of that. So because of that, I interacted with a lot of comedians, a lot. You know. Comedians that are making their big name now and comedians who are funnier than those people are and have gone nowhere. But the point is, even then, this Eliza Schlesinger was such a nightmare. She would come in. You would, She wasn't even anything then. She was no different from me. And she acted like she was the most famous thing in the world. She was even less funny than she is now. And she's not even funny. Right. Mm-hmm. And she was an awful human being, super see you next Tuesday, like mean to people, not nice, cold. Um, what's the word when you think you're better than everybody? Uh, fucking bitch. Uh, like awful. Like, And I've, I've hated Liza Schlesinger before. She, and then all of a sudden they put her on this um, last comic standing with people who are genuinely very funny. And it was basically, I think I explained this in the show, like the word fetch, speaking of Sir Fetch, where I feel like because she's blonde and I guess cute or whatever, network execs keep trying to make her a thing. Even though there's yeah. no re- she's not super funny. They, they, she went to last comic standing, nothing helps her. They put her on all these shows, nothing helps. Stop trying to make Eliza Schlesinger a thing. And so I think I told the story on there about how, you know, somebody I know and I think if you listen to the show carefully enough, you know exactly who I'm talking about, who uh, is a network executive, was in a pitch meeting with her. And the show was – the reason he was telling me the story was that um, he was talking about how he was the only person of color in the room. And 
Eliza Schlesinger was talking about the show that she wants to put together, and um, she it was all white people, but the two people of color she had for the show, she kept describing in these really like like coded, disparaging ways. And by the way, mm-hmm. that's just a story I heard recently last week. But um, it's one of these things where oh. Sorry, I live in a church. Hold on. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Eliza Schlesinger is not the door. <laughs> oh, would that be so creepy if it was? She has a Google alert that we're talking about her right now. So Joe is walking to his door. It's going to be quiet for a second. We're going to hear Joe scream at a shotgun blast. And then I'm the new host of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. <laughs> so, okay, now there was a bunch of people in here and then a bunch of people disappeared. That's weird. Was it's we were at twenty five, and then I looked up at one point it was thirty nine listeners. Now it's down to twenty one listeners. What's up, listeners? Is she the one who doesn't remember you? No, you told a story about you walked up to somebody that you used to be friends with in the comedian in the comedy circles, mm-hmm. and said something like, "I'm your biggest fan." <gasps> and oh she, no, that is um, Tracy McDonald. Oh, that was so awkward. So now when you hosted the show, the when you where you would host the show, is that where you where Lori Roddenkamp would do the thing with her and her mother screaming? Yes. (laughs) This get with her mother screaming because somebody called the police. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone's being murdered. (laughs) 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 That was that was a very funny story. Well, because they used to have it on the that the show's still there, actually. It's not hosted anymore. But um, they used to have it on this balcony that that's outside, <laughs> overlooks this alley. <laughs> so someone thought someone was being raped in the alley. <laughs> and my favorite part of the story, okay, so if you're not listening to this, if you, I, I gotta tell the story again. So, in fact, you know what, I'm gonna play the bit too. Um, my friend Lori Roggenkamp, who will be hosting Dragula Season 1 with me, in fact, we were talking about scheduling that today. We've, I love how we recorded like half the episodes in April, <laughs> and now we're gonna do the second half like four months later. Um, Lori... Roggen camp. Oh, there we go. Uh, so anyway, so Lori had this bit that I loved, <laughs> right? And I'm going to play it right now. Then I'll tell you a story about this bit. And I remember the first time she ever tried it out. I was hosting the show. The first time she ever tried it out, she goes, oh, I'm trying this new bit out. Tell me what you think. And I remember I was like, you have to do like, I wouldn't say paperwork. Um, I wouldn't say paperwork. But like, I was just writing something. Now I don't remember what I was doing, right? Maybe what the comic was coming next or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And... um. <laughs> She told she did this bit, and I remember laughing so hard that the muscle on the back of my neck got a cramp. Like I was worried I was going to die. All right, here we go. I don't know. This is the end of that other some other bit. Here we go. Thank you. I uh, I was just waving to somebody in the back. I don't know what she said. Who cares? Here we go. I uh, I when I started doing stand up comedy, my family wasn't really uh, happy about it, and. Uh, like, my grandma, when I told my grandma, she's like, well, Lori, I just think female comedians are so unfeminine. Wait, this is like, not the well, bit. so is a mustache, but that didn't seem to bother you. Hold on. <laughs> I'll let the bit play through. She's dead now, so double serve. <laughs> the worst one was my mom. My mom went and saw one of my first stand-up shows. Afterwards, I called her and was like, hey, mom, what'd you think? And she goes... Well, now you're not going to be able to be president. What? (laughs) 
So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a replay for you of a conversation I had with my mother about how me doing stand-up now means I will no longer be able to be president of the United States of America. All right, this is that conversation. Um, Mom, I've never wanted to be president, so I don't know why you're upset about that. I've never once told you I wanted to be president. Well, I'm not, Lori, okay? So just drop it, all right? I thought maybe someday, but now it's not going to happen, okay? So just drop it, okay? I, I, I'm done. I'm not, I'm done. I'm not even going to talk about it. I don't understand why you're upset about it, Mom. I never even once thought about being president. When have I ever told you I wanted to be president? I don't know, Lori, okay? Just stop thinking about it, all right? It's not going to happen. So just drop it, all right? It's never going to happen. I thought maybe someday my daughter might be president, but now it's not going to happen. Mom, I don't understand why you're being so angry about this. Don't you have to be like 35 for that to happen? You don't think that stuff's going to follow you, Lori? You don't think somebody's going to see you do some stupid uh, bisexual joke on YouTube and be like, oh, I want her to be president, but not now. Who wants me to be president now, Mom? <laughs> Name one person you met who said, I want your daughter to be president. I don't know, Lori. So she did that bit. And so then one time, I wasn't there. I don't even know I'm still doing it then. You know, she went and she did that bit. That's how she always ended her set because you can't really follow that just because she can't talk. And then she like finished her set, you know, and then grabbed her book bag and like left. And then a few minutes later, the police raided the bar (laughs) because they got a report someone was being raped in the alley. And then they shut down the show. I'm not laughing at that part. It's just the ridiculousness of it. Yeah, so uh, I just think that is so, 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 so funny. So here's what I want to do, Taylor, even though we just played that bit, is I want to take a little bit of a break. I want to get some water. I'm getting thirsty. Uh, How much more time do you think you want to do? I'll do a little bit longer. I'm I'm down for like maybe another half an hour. I like like your thinking. I like your thinking. So I'm going to play one of those share songs. Uh, Which one are you liking? If if Spotify Uh, behaves, by the way. Play. Let's see. You play, what was the first one? You played Waterloo. Mm-hmm. Try to think what other, what other ones there are. Uh, I'm gonna say, I I like Gimme Gimme Gimme. That's a good one. Well, let me see if this is gonna behave first. Okay, this is be- behaving so far. Gimme Gimme Gimme. Okay, I like it. it's a long one too. All right, you, yeah, you, I need some you, water too. If you did Chiquita, so. that's even the longest. Um. All right, here we go. Gimme Gimme Gimme. Four minutes eleven seconds. That's what you got there. You ready? All right, we'll be back. All right, goodbye.
share work bitch crazy old bitch so uh taylor i was watching taylor a little bit when he was there it looked like you had shut down like you were just like this camera is so high oh you were just like no i was i was playing with my ipad and i was using the adobe draw app and i was coloring something oh i see i see i see i see yeah now you know uh i you mentioned this on your own show pod is my co-pilot available at pod is my co-pilot.com i don't know if anyone to art from our show listens to that horrible show but um but i (laughs) eat a dick but uh i would so (laughs) i kind of would actually when was the last time you had a different dick as opposed to your husband's uh, it has been 11, 10, uh, 10 years, 10 years and change. The last penises I saw before my husband, before I was exclusive with my husband was a three-way that I had. <gasps> with Babalu and someone else? No, <gasps> no, with, with, no, before, before we were exclusive, the weekend before I was on, I, I don't know which, it might've been Adam for Adam or something like that. I got talking to this couple and that we had been talking to before, and I remember them saying, well, do you want to meet up for a drink? We'll see where it goes. And I'm like, sure. So we all sat and had a conversation for a while, and we talked about just stuff. And then at one point, the one partner was the one of the two guys, the older of the two guys, was like, so are you a top? Are you a bottom? What's, what do you like to do? So we had a conversation about that. And then we talked about some other stuff. They apparently liked comic books, too. So we talked about comic books. 
And at one point, the, the older guy said, all right, let's go have a threesome. <gasps> and we both went, okay. And I got in my car and they got in their car. I followed them back to their house and we did all sorts of stuff with each now, other. Let me ask you this question because you knew this was a possibility. Did you like douche beforehand or like yes, an enema? Yes, and stuff? I didn't, I didn't douche, out? but I definitely made sure all workspaces were as clean as possible. So, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and which was good, which was a smart thing to do because I, I, at one point, of, at one point, I, I was, yeah, at one point. <laughs> what? You were what? No, just it, no. I mean, I got topped by the by the by the younger of the two because he was he I guess he was the top and he had an enormous dick. I remember oh, that, really? and he he topped me while I was blowing his partner. So, see, this is what I like about you as opposed to Evan. We're gonna talk about Evan in a second. I got to tell you about the us having sex in LA and stuff. Is um, remember when I was, it was one of the early reflections episodes where I said, "Oh, you hooked up in school," and he was like, "You in the back of a bus? What's next?" And I was like. Girl, you give like zero details. Yeah, but then he also mentioned something where he was talking about the fact that he bought a dildo and he's been jerking off a lot or something like that in one of the reflections, which I was very surprised by. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And was very like, okay, he's he's getting more comfortable with this. But then, he yeah, is. he tells a story like that. If we're in the back of a band bus, you're like, guys are – were they – Giving they weren't giving each other head. They were just jerking off, right? I don't remember because so, the story was so bland. I know, but I know what you're right. I agree with you. He is a lot more comfortable now uh, than he used to be, and so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm curious to see how this uh, this uh, special Tuesday show is going to be. For those of you who weren't here earlier, uh, Tana the Latte Boy, Evan Ayers, and I are going to be recording on Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, right here on Mixer.com/slash/DragRaceRecap. The very station you're on right now. We're going to be recording a uh, special episode for our Patreon supporters uh, where it's Taylor's top 10 lip syncs and Evan's top 10 lip syncs. Joe's going to do nothing. He's gonna... Are you not going to have a list? No. Oh, all right. You know, to be honest with you, I'll be honest with you. Here's why. It's another, not as much as the fashion stuff, but I will say it's almost the way I am with girls, with the lip syncs. I can tell a really ugly girl... And I can tell a really hot girl, but anything in the middle between like three and eight, I mm-hmm. struggle with, you know, and the same thing with lip syncs. I can tell a horrible Dax exclamation point versus Layla McQueen. And I can tell um, a really, really great one. I can't even think of right now. And I can tell that. Right. Yeah. But there's some like, for instance, I'll give you a great example. I know that there's one that everybody loves. I think you love this too. This might be your number one. I'm not sure. And I'm going to confess something. Alyssa Edwards versus Tatiana from All Stars 2. Mm-hmm. Everyone talks about how that's like, that's always like in the top three lip syncs people always say, right? On Reddit. I don't know what yours is, right? I don't see why. I don't think it's bad. I think it's really good. But I don't see how it's any better than any of the other lipsticks and monsters, too. I would okay, and I'm not going to get into my list. But when you watch all of them over a five and a half hour period, you'll see why that one's as good as it is. You will you will see the why that because especially when you see that there are ones that 
people talk about that. Okay, well then I guess I guess I'm proving your point because there are other ones that people talk about that people talk about as iconic, and when I watch it, I'm like, oh my god, I'm so bored, or this is not nearly as good as everybody said it is. Yeah. Also, on the other hand, there are ones that people totally forget about that when you watch them now, you're like, this is amazing. I can't believe that this is. That 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 nobody ever talks about this particular to particular lip sync anymore. Look, I'm not really doing anything this weekend. Maybe I'll watch all of the lip syncs. Do you know what I think you should do? What? You should pick the top f- five bad lip syncs. Oh yeah, and you could yeah. do those. Like I like you know. For instance, I'll tell you one that I know was really good is. Uh, I do remember really liking Bob versus um, not Bob. Oh, it's so funny. Monet versus um, what's what's Wop's name again? I don't know. The one when she left, she went Wop's. Said Dusty 10. Ray Bottoms. Yes. Okay. Monet versus Dusty Ray Bottoms. That was a really good lip sync. That was fantastic. Yeah. And I could tell that was fantastic. You know, okay. when you watched it. But um, uh, yeah, and even when I when I when I go to the finales, now they do that new thing. Those are all great to me. I'm like, oh my god, they're all fantastic. And then. There is something I don't and know then, how they and judge. Then the butterfly one happens, and <laughs> well, no, that one you could tell was awful when you were watching. But but like the last one, it's so funny on TV. I could tell I'm like, oh, that wasn't that great. But when you're there, it was seems so good. Mm-hmm. On TV, it seemed ridiculous. And with Eureka, Cameron, and uh, Aquaria, what are well, your thoughts? You're just feeding off the energy of being there. It's yeah, not... it's true. What are your thoughts on this Aquaria taking some time off that she's exhausted? I have a problem with that. I think that if you are going to be crowned America's Next Superstar and talked repeatedly through the season about how you would represent the next generation of drag and you're representing the next generation of drag by taking a respite for a while, Mm -hmm. I think that it should maybe go to the runner up. If she if she is not able to fulfill her duties as America's Next Drag Superstar, then that means I mean, uh, ultimately, it would be between Eureka and Cameron, but I think we all know it would be it would go to Eureka. That Eureka should be the one to pinch hit all of the club dates that she's not fulfilling. They should offer them to Eureka. Wow, Taylor the Latte Boy has laid down the hammer. Uh, that's what he would do if he was running RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah, uh, the pageant competition. Now, let me ask you this question, Taylor the Latte Boy. You said you had something to say about Evan. No, just that I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying the reflections. It's I'm enjoying them, and there's part of me that's sad that I'm not on them. Well, I, I told you you have a standing invitation to be on any one. Oh of no, them. I know, I know, and I and I may take you. How many more of those are you doing? Eh, well, as we feel like it, because you know okay. what, what's starting next week. I think doesn't next week or something the Alyssa show come out? Yeah, and I know you said you're going to start doing. Yeah, the, so we'll probably take a pause uh, uh, after this episode we record on Monday, and probably do the Alyssa one. Okay. I'm assuming there'll probably only be like six to eight Alyssa episodes. I don't know how much of that they can. I have no interest in that at all. Oh, really? That Alyssa show? No. No, because as we have talked about on the show, I am not a huge Alyssa fan. I appreciate Alyssa for what she is, but I don't want to watch an entire show of her going back, 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 back again. And it looks like it has enough of that dance mom's element to it of Mm -hmm. people screaming in it that that, that's just not, that's not the type of reality show that I like. Somebody told me, I can't remember who it was, that uh, there was a reviewer, I think one of the people from that uh, horrible uh, pop culture gab fest. What's the gay one's name again? Pop culture, you mean pop culture happy hour? Yeah, pop culture happy hour. What's the gay one's Gl- name? Uh, Glenn Weldon. Glenn Weldon, the one, 
The world talks like this. Yes. And, uh, we're, we're, very, we're very pretentious, and yeah. we just think that we're... Talk really slow, and talk really fast, and then talk really... Like, like the... I was given the first few episodes of the Les Edwards show on Netflix. You know, like, anyway, um, and uh, I think he really liked it. He was afraid it would be Dance Moms-ish, but it's not, I think, is what he said. And that's actually much more. But I think he's a big Alyssa Edwards fan, so it might be one of these things where, I don't know, we'll see. We'll find well, out. Well, the beauty of things like on Netflix and stuff is that if it is good and I hear I left good things about it, then I, it's not like where I miss my opportunity to watch it on TV. Yeah. I can just go back and I can just I can just binge them if I if I want to. Now, do you think – let me ask you this question. Do you think it's a good idea that – I'm not going to I'm not gonna binge record the Lissa show even though they're releasing people will binge the whole season in a weekend. Do you think we mm-hmm. could do it once a week and people will be fine with that or – I think you're going to get a core group of people that are definitely going to want to hear that. You know, Alyssa is well-loved among the drag race community, but she's also well-loved among our listeners. Yeah. Uh, I think you're going to have enough people that are going to be interested in it. I have to remember, too, that people aren't really listening to our show for hardcore, hard-hitting drag race analysis. You know, I think yeah. I think you listen to our show. People listen to the, people listen to the. There are enough podcasts out there that people listen to them for their own reasons. I think if you listen to this All Right Mary, you are kind of like an SJW and you like that kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I think if you listen to Grizzly Kiki or Bears Repeating, there's some other thing you get from them that you like, right? And right. I think people like with Grizzly Kiki that sort of insider information because they're drag queens in New York, so they have all that tea, right? Right. And then I, I don't know what – I don't know – to be honest with you, I know nothing about the other shows. But you, you get something out of them, right? Those are the only two I can right. know of, right? And people really like Race Chasers because you're getting a deep, deep, all the tea look from Willem in Alaska. Yeah, I right. might have to go back and, and start listening to that one. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think with our show, it's just more like – listening to Catching Up or PIMC with a very loose thread of recapping the show. Well, I think that we are the – which okay, and I'm really speaking more to myself about this mm-hmm. than definitely than you just because you're so into this as far as the creation of the show and, and developing content and stuff like that. It, it feels much more like we are the water cooler yes. review show of where we kind of have our thoughts, we have our comments – you know, I don't spend hours on Reddit looking up theories and rumors and that kind of stuff. I just I know what I like. I know what I don't like. I will say some of the and as our audience changes, that 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 has affected me in some ways, because whereas before, I feel like some of the things that we have said in the past on previous seasons, if we say them now, now there is going to be more of a. Well, you can't feel that way because blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. That's not the right way to feel that way. Mm-hmm. So and that kind of affects how I do the show. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I noticed that by the second half of the season, especially with all of the Raven stuff that or the Vixen stuff that I was very like, I don't want to say anything that's going to offend anybody. And I'm afraid that if I say this, then we're going to get letters or we're going to mm-hmm. get all this kind of stuff. And it, got, it, t- it took away from some of the fun of doing the 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 show mm-hmm. if that makes sense no, and I, you and i, I have talked about that mm-hmm. well but. you know I, so i'm trying so uh, taylor, i'm actually going to tell t- taylor something that uh, he doesn't know yet so you guys are going to hear this revealed on the air to taylor the latte boy our third co-host is in fact the vixen for next our season. third co-host <laughs> is in fact the vixen so um i've decided to pour 
I, I think I think a lot of what was exhausting to me in the past is that this was a hobby that I had to work in with everything else, right? Like, for instance, we'll take you. You go to yeah. work, and this, and this is what I've always told people is, you know, in a weird kind of way, I have it easy because, you know, you – Thursdays, first of all, they just fucked you over when they put the show on Thursdays, right? Yeah. So that's your late day, you know, where you stay later, mm-hmm. and then you rush home – wolf down a meal and then have to immediately jump on the air for how long and then with me i'm three hours behind so i have the bet i have the luxury of time like like when once i got the process down to a science i was getting the show uploaded pretty close to by the time the west coast feed ended so i was in bed by 10 30 or 11 you and evan by the hand are like going to bed close to one yeah you know and so I realize that it's not, but the, so trying fitting, trying to fit in that hobby with also a full time job is, uh, um, awful, you know. Yeah. And I think that's what I was doing. I was and I was killing myself because I was running that that I was well, and I wasn't just running. I was founding a nonprofit, which is a whole other can of worms. And so the, the nonprofit now runs close to by itself itself now. And I've actually pulled back on how much we do in the nonprofit. So I think we're just going to have one class that runs this year. And um, because I've decided, and I'm revealing this to you for the first time, to actually pursue podcasting as a career. And so this really? will be my job. Yes. And there's some financial things that I want to talk to you about off the air. I don't want to talk about here. But I'll just say this is everybody's getting paid on the show from now on. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you're, you're going to get paid to do shows now. And um, so, uh, but we'll talk about the, the details of that later. It's funny. It's Joey Boohecker's dream. <laughs> and we always made fun of him. But now that when there's actual money on it, it's like, like uh, Donna has to sign a contract or she can't come back. Like, you don't pay Donna Sugars. What contract right. is she signing? <laughs> you know, to do what? For a free right. show? But um, yes, so um, so this uh, podcasting will become uh, uh, the career now. Uh, uh, the, pro- the nonprofit still runs, but luckily the nonprofit just because of the, of the, of the people I partner with last year, we, they did it the entire weekend. They only want to do Saturdays now. So and now that it runs itself more, I'm not starting yeah. a nonprofit; it just is automatic now. That, I just work with them on Saturdays. So because of that, um, uh, I'm starting a network called Afterthought Media. I did just see that someplace. I think I mentioned. Where did you post something about that? I mentioned it. I think catching up or on one of the shows or something like that. I think, yeah, I think you might have mentioned it on uh, Reflections. And the tricky thing is I think I'm going to change – because I can change the mix. I may change it to Afterthought Media. So that also that makes it easier because you and I have talked about you going live. Now, by the way, we're talking – guys, you're you're listening, but there's no – I'm not going to talk about anything sensitive on the show. So don't be be worried. And I've already already talked to Adam Burns. Adam Burns knows I'm doing this. Okay. Um, Because I I told him, I said, listen, I'm not starting – a network, the traditional network. The network is only going to be shows that Joe Batanz creates. So I'm not going to be like going like, Pod is my co-pilot. You're on Afterthought Media and stuff like that. Because yeah. then the, 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 the trick with that is then we get to, you get to ownership rights. Because I don't think you'd ever want to be that. 
Afterthought Media owns part of the Rico Island, right? Yeah. And same thing with Catching Up. I'm not, I can't have Afterthought Media own Catching Up, you know? So mm-hmm. it's only me show content that's created organically out of um, Afterthought Media. But um, we're going to change the name here, and so you'll be going to Afterthought Media. That way, that, but that way, when you want to broadcast live as part, part of my co-pilot, it's not that like you're pimping another show. You're just going to this network's live stream, if that makes any sense. Um, okay. So that way, when you promote it on part of my copy, that you you know listen to us live on Afterthought Media, you haven't left Pride Forty Eight, and you're not promoting another show. I think, I think it's confusing because like, what's this other show? I think it's, I think it's confusing for catching up people, too. Um, and so uh, anyway, the point I was making is one of the things that I want that's important to me is because you're right, that stuff was getting crazy with the vixen and stuff like that, and people were making a valid point, which is. Um, that the show has a very white male point of a gay white male point of view, and even though I am Mexican, you know what's so funny is this actually came up in group. Uh, I'll tell you about that in a second. Uh, um, the other day, but um, uh, even though I am Mexican by heritage. I have the point of view, and the I sound like a white man. I have the point of view of a white guy. It's not like I'm going like like when you listen. I don't know if you ever listened to um, the rundown of RuPaul's Drag Race, but that's a mm-hmm. very Mexican point of view of RuPaul's Drag Race, right? Like, right. What the way I'm talking, it could be your point of view or Evan's point of view. So I do think we need to mix it up. So there's a show that will be coming out next season with Jamila and Natalie, maybe Javi. There's an African-American guy who hit me up. I got to try him out to see if he's good or not. But uh, I think I want to call that show Bring Back My Girls. I know there's a podcast that already has that name. They can go fuck themselves. It's a Patreon show anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, Bring Back My Girls. And Bring Back My Girls will be a a show uh, answering that. Straight women and gay men of color talking about the show. What do they think solves that problem? So does that mean that there will be human resources for this new company? And will Evan have a corrective action plan for when he talks into the microphone? Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Well, yeah. Well, you know, out of, here's a weird coincidence. Now, this is your third verbal warning, Evan. (laughs) 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 I don't don't really get that joke. I've never really worked for a real company. But anyway, Mm. um, Here's the weird thing out of coincidence, just by pure coincidence. I don't want to talk to you about this. My friend Shannon, her husband is a high-end vocal coach, right? Uh-huh. Who tried to do a vodcast that he had me host with him where we interviewed like music business people. Did you ever watch that? I, yeah. I remember I remember you talking about this. Yeah, and we he used to rent time in this like uh it was like a creepy house in LA somewhere. We would go there and they had like a little studio set up and we would record there, but they charged a ton of money. And the guy who ran it was really creepy. Long story short, I'm not going to get into the details. I fucked him. I fucked him. No, <laughs> Dave, Dave, my friend, after dealing with him enough times, he was just frustrated. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to open my own little thing. I'll just build it myself. Cause he has an office across the street from the Chateau Marmont actually. In, right. in Hollywood. And he has the extra office space. And he's like, you know, what? I'm just going to build my own fucking podcasting, podcasting studio. And with all the equipment and everything like that. So he's in the middle of doing that. So what I'm thinking of doing, here's my plan. And it'll come in handy for you for season 11 and, and uh, for all you. Is I think I want to find either, it's either going to be myself 
or an L.A. person. If I could ever get this network big enough where we could pay Jay Ellis, I would do that. But whatever. Um, he's too busy making family dick videos, though. So he's not. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. Um, you don't have family dick money. Yeah, I don't think he's exactly. going to come calling. You're right. Um, is the li- So in other words, it, it'll relieve a lot of the stress. So the live show on Thursday will literally always just be an immediate live show. I won't write a script for it. Don't pull any clips. It's going to be like a 45-minute, uh, almost like a first response with another person we just talk in that studio. And it'll go live on YouTube and live on Mixler. And mm. then that, go- that gets released immediately, right? And then on the weekend, that gives um, me and you or me and Larry the luxury. Uh, that gives me the time to write a really good script, pull clips, Think about the show. It's not like the big rush that was before. Right. And then you and I can come up with a schedule that's much more amenable to your schedule. And then, yeah. and then because, release it. I mean, I, that, that works better for me just yeah. because everybody talks about what is the best season that we did. Six. We've, season six, where we had time to really kind of sit and think about the episodes, take notes on things that we wanted to talk about, have observations of things that maybe we missed the first time that we watched it mm-hmm. five years ago. That that makes a lot more sense to me. Yeah. So um, and so then and then it's easy for me because uh, the show airs at five p.m. Pacific time live. Mm-hmm. So I'll watch that six p.m. I go live on YouTube and Mixler, do a forty-five minute joke. By seven, I'm on my home. You know. Yeah. Doom. Super easy. Uh, Larry's not on Sirius. Well, he's on Sirius still, but he doesn't do that show anymore. So I don't have to worry about doing that. So I can spend all day Friday pulling the... I don't have to worry about, like, oh my god, when is the audio coming out? We can pull the real clips, you know? Right. Um, and uh, and t- I can take time to write the script, pull the right clips. It's not, it's not that rush that we had before. And then we record it. So And, and you're doing season 11, right? And that means Larry's going to do All Stars 4? Yeah. Um, well, Where's Evan going to be? Well, Larry, I mean, that's a, the, the season 11, season 11 part up to you. Larry is down with having Evan on the show um, as a third person. So I guess it is me, Evan, and Larry on All Stars 4. You and I can talk afterwards about how you feel about that for season 11. Well, well, well. <laughs> Little Evan's fate is in my hands then. <laughs> well, ah. Evan, Evan will always have uh, uh, rumor mill. But what's funny is, to be honest with you, uh, I like we're talking show business here on the show, guys. This is like inside tea. Um, if Evan is the third chair, and we do have a third chair in season eleven, if I'm being honest, I would love to produce Rumor Mill, but not do Rumor Mill, and hand it mm-hmm. off to someone like Sir Fetch, um, and another co-host. You know, and um, you know who I really like. You even met her. Is she in the? Is she in the chat room? Oh, she's not. I don't know. I don't know who you're talking about. I talked to this Haley Sklans the other day on the air. Mm-hmm. She's really cool. I like this Haley okay. Sklans. But anyway, that's that's for stuff we can talk off the air. But right. um but You haven't told your Evan story. Oh, Evan me fucking Evan in LA. <laughs> Wait, wait. If this story is of you actually fucking Evan in LA and you've been holding out on me with the story for six months, I'm gonna be pissed. Well, first of all, Evan's a top. So it wouldn't be what is your take on that? Like, do you say fucking, and does that mean the top, does the top, the active, the sub, is it the subject? I think, th- no, it's, it's, I, even though I am a bottom, I have no problem saying I fucked my husband. That just means that he, I bottomed for you. 
for him. Yeah, not yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. I didn't bottom for you. <laughs> Evan's a top. Um, no, here's what I'll say. And this is surprising, you know, is, oh, God, how do I say this without sounding like this is not going to ever come out well? Because it's a compliment, but it's like a shady compliment, right? Okay. I'm say this. Evan has a way better body than I would have thought. Oh, no. You can tell that from his Instagram stories and stuff over the summer when he was walking without a shirt on. He's, oh, really? Oh, yeah. No, he's got – and he has – yeah. Oh, well, no. Hold, please. I don't want – there's some stuff I want to tie up the air. But what are you talking about? <laughs> okay. What am I talking about? Yeah, but he would take his shirt off around me and I would be like, oh, look at that. What is this drama going on here? Thank okay. You. That was all I had to say. Oh. That was the big story that everybody's been waiting for. I never said it was a big story. I just wanted to address the... Okay, I think beforehand, the me, like, fucking Evan thing was like a ha-ha-ha because in my head I was like, I would never fuck Evan, right? Um, but but you know what is... Now are you saying you would fuck Evan? Well, I'm going to tell you something. I'm gonna cha- I might change my mind because I'm going to tell you something. Have you seen him since, I guess, losing weight? All she had time to do was go to the gym and... Um, uh, so let me get this straight. You're mm-hmm. announcing a new podcasting network where you are going to be the creator of this. Yeah, I saw that picture. Oh. No, I haven't seen that picture. That's a good picture of him. Yeah. You're creating this new podcasting network where you are going to be the owner and executive producer, and you're already sexually harassing one of your co-hosts. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. Good. Uh, yeah, there's going to be a whole universe. But I will say, everyone should know, the universe of shows that's going to be existing, will, when it's drag race season, it's only drag race. I'm not going to kill myself doing the Alyssa Edwards Netflix show during the season. During yeah. the season, is going to be all drag race. But then for the off season, we'll have these crazy shows like this. Well, you know, Taylor, let's call it a day right here with the live show. And then we'll continue talking off the air. But let's, yeah. call, let's call it a day with the live show. This was fun. This, this was, was a lot of fun. fun. You should I, do it I enjoyed often. this. And also, what I, I'm going to say this on the air, so I shame you into it. In doing the two episodes uh, for Reflections of Season 5, and remember we did that secret one for the one person who paid for it. Remember that? Where we did the set, the fragrance one? Yeah. So I have three scripts already written for Season 5. I don't know. Look, this, is, this is my true thought. This is my true thought. I'm scaling it back, but I'm also putting it out there. I think the Reflections, to me, and that can continue on even next season, if we think of them, is the furthest I'm going to go to doing seasons one, two, three, or four. But I think, I do think season five is itching for a proper Joe and Taylor recap. Not this year. Okay. I'm just saying somewhere down the line, and then we're done with that. Like I told you, I think Reflections does that. You know, because like mm-hmm. with season four, I think we hit the big episodes. I don't think we really have to do any more season four. May- I think someone said maybe one more episode of season four, right? Season three, everyone says the same thing. There's some certain key episodes of three, maybe two and one that you do, mm-hmm. but everything else is just sort of like, yeah, you know? Okay. So I think a reflection style thing will be the the way we handle seasons one through four. But okay. I do think season five is so good. That you and I need to discuss doing a full season recap. I'm not opposed to that. That's something five. I would definitely consider doing. And again, down the line, probably 2019, yeah. some point, 2020. Okay. I don't know when. Okay. It could be one All of right. these things too, where like 
uh, Dragula style, we just do one or two here, and then all of a sudden there's like a whole season we never release it when it's done. That's fine with me too. Yeah, because we just done that today. But who cares? <laughs> we didn't do it today. Um, all right, Taylor. Well, I'm I'm saying fake goodbye to you. I'm doing a comedy. That's always my favorite thing about comedy shows is when you you're talking to the comic the entire time, and then you go and be like, "Oh, I'm gonna bring you up." Then you walk up walk up on stage and you go like, "All right, your next comic. You he's from uh, where are you from again? Tampa? No, where are you from? Yeah." St. Petersburg. He's from St. Petersburg, Florida. You've seen him on Jimmy Kimmel Live and The Late Show with uh, Stephen Colbert. Give it up for Taylor the Latte Boy. And then they play some song. You know, they play some song. And then you come up and then I shake your hand. Right. And then you go, you do, and then I come up and I shake, I say goodbye to you as the host. And then later on I go talk to you. This is weird. So we're basically doing that right now. Well, Taylor, thank you for being on the show. Guys, thank you guys so much for being here. Uh, this was yeah. a lot of fun. It was a last minute thing. And um, if you didn't get to hear the whole thing, if you missed the beginning or you missed the end, well, if you didn't miss the end, you're not hearing this part. Uh, I'm going to release it on Patreon in the next, probably today at some point. All right, guys. Um, adios. I'll tell you when we're out, Taylor. Because okay. Mixer takes a while to go out. I don't know why. Like, they're still hearing me till right now. And we're out. Okay. Um,